You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This is my very first podcast, so thank you all for tuning in and listening. And I'm also here with my very special co-host, Sean Payne. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing, Sean? I'm well, Stacey. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited. Aren't you excited to be very here? Very excited. You look so pretty today. Oh, thank you. You look very <laughs> handsome yourself. No, you know I do try. Yes, yes. And I also have a very special guest in the studio yes. with me as well. It is my BFF, and she's also also a relationship expert because we're going to be talking about relationships tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So I like to introduce my BFF, Marita de Graffin Reed. How are you, Marita? Hey, y'all. Hey, Stacy. <laughs> How's it going? Good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. So, okay, Unapologetic. I'll give you guys a little bit about what Unapologetic is about and what to expect. So we are going to give you our unapologetic perspectives on all the things you care about. Trending topics, lifestyle subjects such as finance, relationships, which we are going to discuss tonight, health, and all the things that you care about. And we'll also dive into some celebrity and entertainment news as well. So first, let me introduce myself so you guys can know a little bit about me. And again, my name is Stacy Smith, and I am a media personality. You may have seen me on television screens if you live in the Tri-States area. So I've been in Iowa. I've been in Illinois, as well as Missouri doing news. So now I get a chance to do the fun stuff. I don't have to be censored. I can be uncensored. So that's a little bit about me. And Rayshon, why don't you tell everyone about you? Oh, well, thank you, Stacey. Hi, everybody. My name is Rayshon. I'm born and raised in Detroit. Love my city of Detroit. Uh, I am currently employed with, um, I'm in banking. I don't want to say the name of the bank. You're in finance. I'm in finance. That sounds fancier. Yeah, yeah we're going to clean it up a little bit. <laughs> I'm in finance. Been in finance now for, oh, what, 13 years. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I know, wow. right? What? Yeah, yeah you're, you're getting old. I'm getting better. <laughs> season. Yeah, season. I'm like, like I find wine, you know. Um, so I have a vast knowledge of banking and finances and just how, you know, it, it saddens me how so many of our people are so ignorant when it comes to finances and how yeah. to, you know, Take care of your money, you know, and I know that kind of sounds weird, but you have to learn how to take care of it. Well, I think a, you know, a lot of people, important. yeah, a lot of people, unfortunately, are not as responsible with money. And we know that yeah. millennials uh, specifically are not the best sometimes with their money because we're taught to live for today. Right. Mm-hmm. But exactly. unfortunately, I actually just recently did a story about this. One in 10 Americans have no savings towards their retirement fund. So I'm glad you brought up finance. And that's definitely something we're going to talk about in our future shows. But that's just a little uh, something about Rayshon and I. Rayshon and I have actually been friends for a very long time. uh, We're back to that seasoned. Yeah, Yeah. we we are a little seasoned, (laughs) but we have young spirits. Yes, Um, But we've actually talked about doing something like this for a long time. So I'm excited that I get the opportunity to work with one of my closest friends who is very talented and hilarious, and you guys will definitely get a chance to experience the humor of Mr. Ray Champagne. <laughs> but let's dive into a little bit of celebrity news this evening. So the world is still in shock over the death, the sudden death of actor and comedian Charlie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the comedy and entertainment world definitely suffered a huge loss. Uh, TMZ reported yesterday that he died of leukemia, and he actually had been getting treatment for leukemia and no one knew except for very close friends and family members and he was actually shooting for the series power um so we just want to you know give our thoughts and our prayers out to the murphy family and it's definitely a huge loss and charlie murphy is one of the things i admire about charlie murphy is that he definitely set up his star in his own right even though he was you know this brother of megastar eddie murphy 
he definitely set up his own star in his own yeah, right where he totally yeah, had his own career without being associated with his brother. And he, he was definitely the Janet Jackson of the family, you know. And there was Big Brother Michael and, right. you know, Big Brother Eddie. And, no, he was Charlie was actually older. No, yeah, Charlie was older than Yeah, Eddie. it was little brother Eddie. Mm-hmm. And he was able, like you said, to carve out um, his own fame and his own right. You know, he didn't, he was in his own way unapologetic. You know what I mean? If, if you really got to know him, like watching his um, Unsung, you know, I learned a lot about him that I didn't even know. And it made me even, like, I liked him before, but now I loved him after seeing that. So when I found out his death, I definitely kind of took that off. Yeah, and one of the know? things that a lot of people don't know is that Charlie actually encouraged Eddie to do comedy. So mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy probably would not be the megastar yeah, that he yeah. is if it was not for his brother Charlie. So, again, our condolences go out to the Murphy family, and he will definitely be missed. But on a happier note, legendary singer Stevie Wonder is getting married for the third time. Yes, so maybe third time's a charm. He's reportedly getting married in June to the mother of his two youngest children, and they're getting married in Jamaica. Rayshawn, I hear you. You're kind of laughing over there. What's funny? Oh, nothing's funny. Steve was getting married for the third time. Yes. This is and his third marriage. I can't get a text back. You know what I mean? Like, well, you know, they do say love is blind. <laughs> <laughs> that was our engineer for this evening, Dave. How you doing, Dave? Good. <laughs> Where's the rim shot when you need one? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, listen. Again, okay, everyone deserves love, including Stevie yeah, Wonder. Stevie so, Wonder. I mean, shout out to Stevie, you know, for showing everyone that you can um, still experience love no matter what the circumstances are. And at any age, he's 67 and, and he's marrying a 42-year-old woman. So. Stacey, you forget the most important thing about it. Oh, here we go. What is that? Love will see you through. <laughs> and on that note, moving on to another story. So this is a very heartwarming story. LeBron James, superstar basketball player LeBron James, is opening up a public school for at-risk kids in his hometown. So the basketball star has partnered with the public school system of Akron to open up his own public school for students at risk of being left behind in academics. The I Promise school is scheduled to open in the fall of 2018. So LeBron has been in the news a lot recently for all of his educational um, encouragement that he's been giving to the youth. He's been talking about how it's important to educate our young people to have them be more doctors and lawyers and not aspire to just be athletes. And Rayshon, you were talking about that the other yeah, day. Yeah, definitely. I, I was discussing this with a, a real good friend of mine, and I was saying how in the black community, we need more of everything except rappers and athletes. We have enough of those. You know, we, 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 we're kind of good on those. You know, we, we need some more politicians. We need some more engineers. We need more doctors, more lawyers. You know, we need more, you know, Supreme Court justices. That That's what we, you know, really need. And, you know, this generation, it, they, they've been so, I guess, lack of better word, brainwashed, mm-hmm. that thinking that the road to success is that you either play ball or you have to spit bars. Well, I think that for a lot of young people, I think that they get influenced by what they see on television and social media. And, you know, it's depicted as the best way to get money is fast money. Mm. And fast money is often linked to being a rapper, being an athlete for women, being a dancer, an exotic (laughs) dancer or a bikini clad model on Instagram or what have you. So it's not it's not hot to be a doctor nowadays. It's not hot to be a lawyer. And I, and I hate that intelligence isn't hot. <laughs> you know, I, 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 you can be the finest person in the world, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But if you don't. <laughs> but that's you. Because let's keep this all the way 100, okay? How many reality stars have we seen on television that we do not think are the brightest, but yet they're getting rings and they have 
endorsements and I'm thinking all these of two right business now. deals uh, and clothing lines and uh, everything else uh, that they have going on, and yet people that Jocelyn, we looking at you. Oh, oh the sh- <laughs> look, the shade starts early. Um, but no, seriously though, how many people do we know that went to school? They got their bachelors, they got their master's degrees, even their doctorates. And they are not making anywhere near what Jocelyn Hernandez, the Puerto Rican princess, is making. This is very true. So you can't help but to think, you know what? Because, hey, I've even thought about it a couple times. Like, maybe I am in the wrong field, okay? Maybe I need to change my life because. Uh, Now, you know who I always say, like, out of all cinematic characters ever in the world, Marita, (laughs) you know who I say is the best character ever created. In all cinema. Who would that be? Ronnie from the Players Club. Come on now. She had a bad rap. That that was actually the good character, if y'all go back and look at it. Okay, so for those of you who may be unfamiliar with the film, The Players yes. Club. Yes, the Players yes, Club yes. is a film that was directed uh, by rapper Ice Cube. And, well, rapper, actor. We got to put that in there because, you know, he is an actor now. Wasn't it F. Gary Gray who directed it? Oh, you know, I'm sorry. He produced it. You are absolutely right. Thank you for correcting that. F. Gary Gray directed it. Ice Cube produced it. it. And And I think he co-wrote it too, right? I believe so. Okay. But it's a film about um, a strip club Mm -hmm. and all the activities that go on in the strip club. And Ronnie was the character that was, uh, Mm. how would you describe her, Rayshon? A boss. (laughs) <laughs> well, well, that's one way of putting it. Um, let's just say she did whatever she had to do to, to get whatever get it is what she, she wanted. Exactly. Her theme was you use what you've got to, to get, get what, what you, you want. want. And, and see, now, if you just look at that on the surface, yeah, it look a little hoish, you know. But basically, you use what you have. So you can't use your, I don't know, your intelligence? Use it. If you can to get what you need, use it. Mm-hmm. But it, it, Use whatever you got to get what you mind you. Y'all love Beyonce. Okay, I do not need the beehive attacking us, so please watch what you say. Okay, no. let me let me make this very clear. I am a Beyonce fan, okay? <laughs> I am a part of the beehive. I, I have my beehive Beyonce. heart. I am proud. Everyone in here is. Uh, uh, <laughs> see, yes. I don't know. No, see, I, I ain't got no problem with Beyonce. It's the beehive that I can't get with. But anyway... When she's on stage, she's just using what she got to get what she want. She wants y'all attention. So why why you think she in a leotard shaking her ass all day? Oh, boy. Oh, come on now. And isn't that what Ronnie said, dude? Okay, so are we saying that what Ronnie encouraged is right? I, I guess that's what you're saying. Yes. Oh, okay. What, what did she encourage that was wrong? Well, if you ask me, Diamond was wrong. She had her baby cousin up there stripping on the. Come on now. Her baby cousin came in. Diamond did not encourage her. The character Ebony, Diamond's cousin, wanted to learn more about the strip club business. And Diamond just introduced her after she asked. She initially asked. Diamond is originally the one who turned that girl out, okay? Okay, okay. Well, (laughs) the point of all of this is... Think about it. I was going to say, the point of all of this is millennials have seen all of these images depicted in the media. And that's what they want. And that's what they want. They want quick, quick, fast money. They want to live the lavish lifestyles. It's gone out. And, And I think hard work is so undervalued now. And it's terrible because we're getting our technology is getting smarter and smarter mm-hmm. while people are getting dumber and dumber. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about it. Well, because my nephew, for instance, <laughs> God bless him. I love this little boy. He's a genius. He like he doesn't even need to go to school. I will tell you why. Because he has the system figured out. He was supposed to have done his vocabulary words, Mm -hmm. and he was supposed to have made them into sentences. His mother, who happens to be sitting to my left right now, (laughs) went out to the store, came back to check his homework, and noticed that these sentences were immaculate. Like, these were well-written sentences. And she's like, okay, who gave you these sentences? So he was honest, didn't lie, and said... I just Googled it. Mind blown. 
Yeah, I mean, he said, I just Google what is a sentence for this word, what is a sentence for this word. I'm like, oh my God, technology is so easily accessible these days. When would kids never have Google? Well, at the same time, I mean, YouTube will tell you how to do anything. There you go. Mm -hmm. So, is technology making us dumber? Oh, I would say yes. Yes. That's why I don't like to keep people, like, I have an iPhone. Five, something like that. I don't even know. See, I'm not even hit on technology. And people say, oh, you so old. You so, No, I'm so smart. I can use my own mind. I can use my own brain to figure things out. I, I, I'm not wired to technology the way that. I mean, okay, let me keep this real. I love my damn phone. I, I can't. I have gone, like, been late for work. But we've all done it. Yeah, I think we, we've all uh, done it because exactly. you can't even find a payphone nowadays. I know. I saw one, and I took a picture with it, and I was like, ah, i never see one okay, of these. where did you see that payphone? I think it was at it was at school. Well, it was at school a couple of years ago. Okay. And, but, and then it was so crazy. If you ask some millennials, have they ever used a payphone? They'll look at you like you're crazy. Exactly. Like, What's a payphone? It's like, oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. Shut up talking to me. We're right getting now. up there. Okay, and one last story. we got to get to one more celebrity news story and this is a story that I know Rayshawn is excited about because I'm excited about it too. We've been talking about it all week. We have been anticipating the return of Basketball Wives. Yes, yes. So (laughs) everyone is excited about Basketball Wives this season Uh, because the original Basketball sorry, original Basketball Wives Basketball Wives member let me get, get it together, together. Yes. Basketball <laughs> wives member Evelyn Lozada. Yeah, and, and you're just sitting over there drinking water. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. That is so sad. Like, why am I stumbling? I, I, I got the cocktail. <laughs> I know. I'm maybe good. I should have the cocktail. Yeah, maybe I'll get the cocktail on the break. Um, but no, Evelyn Lozada, uh, Evelyn Lozada is returning to the cast, and she'll join Shawnee O'Neill, Tammy Roman, Jackie Christie, Malaysia Pargo, and Brandy Maxill. So if you guys watch Basketball Wives, you may have noticed I did not name the two angels. So Angel Love and what's the other angel's name? The Shade. Oh, I know. Oh, oh. <laughs> come on, guys. Gosh, what is her name? Angel. That, that is so sad. An- Angel, Angel Brinks. Angel oh. Brinks. Sorry, <laughs> Angel. Angel. No shade. No Angel. shade. But Angel <laughs> Brinks, those two are not returning to the show. And Angel Brinks said that she just wanted to concentrate on her clothing line. And it's actually doing really well. Like, the show really did help yeah, her. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I do watch the show. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I do like to see beautiful women get together and be catty. Just it, be catty. It, it, it's kind of, it's hilarious. It's hilarious heads to off. me. I know. It's a crazy um but i did like brinks wasn't that's that's the clothing yes girl yeah angel brinks yeah some of her dresses were not actually not bad like i like well, not according to malaysia remember now malaysia see was not I, filling and see she was angel just design. being mean for no reason because that dress was kind of fly i liked it anyway what well, I, I thought it looked good bad. on Okay. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It just, it just, just her taste. Yeah, it just wasn't her taste, and I don't know if she just didn't like that good. I told y'all, like all of them treated that girl differently. They didn't like her because of her. So she goes, "How did she get on the show?" Well, yeah, through Drea. Drea, and everybody hated Drea. That was my baby. I love Drea. Everybody hated her. And that's how she got on the show. Well, there are a few new faces that are coming to the show. Okay. And uh, one of those new faces happens to be Dwayne Wade's baby's mother. Remember the break baby that he had during his relationship with Gabrielle Union? So, yes, wow. she will actually be on the show. And also Kiana Green, who is the baby's mother of basketball player Nick Young. So there was a lot of controversy around that as well because he was with Iggy Azalea, the rapper Iggy Azalea, when he had the baby with Kiana. So this would be interesting to see these characters. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That was so bad. So bad. But, yeah. But I'm excited to uh, see the return Um, of Evelyn. So there's been all this hype around Evelyn and Tammy being in the same room again, but from the previews that I saw, it looks like Jackie Christie and Tammy Roman are the two that yeah, we right. need to be watching this season because it looked pretty intense in those previews. Yeah, that's what I got from it, too. Like, I think, you know, they hyping up this old Tammy Evelyn thing just to get us to watch. And... It's working. It's working. Yeah, no, we <laughs> took the bait. I'm really, you rolling your eyes. You ain't impressed, no. <laughs> so, like... But like you said, when I saw like what is it called the super trailer, whatever they call it, mm-hmm. whatever, I'm like, no, nah, the turn up about to be Tammy and uh, 
God bless her. Jackie. Jackie Christie. Crazy ass Christie. <laughs> Both of them are definitely, um, what's the word to use? Uh, Intense. Yeah. For sure. So this, this will definitely be a showdown. But uh, that was the entertainment news for this evening on Unapologetic. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about relationships and settling. Yes. So you guys don't want to miss that. Mm-hmm. So we'll be Girls, yes, we do run the world. Um, yeah, I was just saying during the break, like you know, it's kind of true. Because right? when you think about it, you know, every I think war. Now I heard a smart man say it. Mm-hmm. He just told me. He, he said it. Every invention, war. You creation. can't even get the quote right. People <laughs> <laughs> like did anything that a man made came down to one thing: breast. That's it. I, I do believe you, you have to do it right because yeah, please to have do that, it. You Save have me. Have that inner eleven year old boobies. There it is. <laughs> there it is right there. And that I, I, that that is so true. Well, guess women we possess many gifts. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna talk about those gifts in a moment. So tonight's topic is about relationships, and we're. Going to talk about settling in relationships. So, I introduced my expert who's in the studio with us tonight, Marita DeGraffin Reed, who has been in a relationship with the same man, even though she's young. But you guys have been together for what, 20 years? God. Eh. Yes. Wow. Yes. And married for 10, going on 11, right? Yes, it'll be 11 years this July. Mm. Okay, so well, tell us, what do you think is one of the key components of why you guys have been together for so long? Well, you have to have trust in a relationship. Mm. You have to be honest, and you can't be scared to be honest with your mate, no matter what. If it's going to hurt them, you have to let them know. You have to be honest. You just got to hurt. Is that what Usher it's, meant when he said let it burn? <laughs> <laughs> So, no matter what it is, you always are honest. Look, I I like for my husband to be honest, even if I'm cooking something and he don't like it, he will let me know, oh, babe, that wasn't good. And I will take that and make sure I don't. That's a trap. No, no, that's no. just that. I <laughs> that will make man. sure I'm not going to make that dish, or I'll leave, if I want that dish again, I'm going to at least try harder because, you know. Don't tell me you like it, and then I keep making this dish. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, even simple stuff like that. Yeah, so. I, I was gonna say, but you know, women, and I can't even say women. I think people in general they're sensitive about you know they, things that they create, and you put all this love and time and effort into this dish, and then they're like, because "This sucks." That, that kind of yeah. happened to me once. Like somebody made something that wasn't that good. I ate it because I feel because I hate cooking personally. I hate it, and I just hate it, and I know how hard it is. So if somebody take their time to cook, no matter how disgusting it is, it was tasty. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is that your key word? That's my Uh go-to. It's tasty. Okay, so. It had a taste. Okay, so, so, Marita, let me ask you. With your husband, does he just blatantly say, like, this is not good? Or does he say, like, oh, it's okay? It depends on how bad it is. (laughs) Has it been like that? He'll tell me, he'll say, oh, this should have had more of this or that. Or, you know, he's like, nah, it wasn't the best, you know. Okay. I'm like, okay, I'll take that. People have to stop being so sensitive. You know what? I'm I'm not a sensitive person, so maybe I could just take stuff like that. I I think that's why I'm single. I'm too, too blunt. People tell me that. I'm too just direct. And it's okay to be direct. Yeah, you just have to make sure that you're with someone that can handle, you know, you being a little rough, you know, because I'm a sensitive person. So would you not like me to tell you if I, or your man, to tell you, oh, babe, I didn't like this? Okay, so it's funny. I was just talking about this because I'm a Pisces, and Pisces, we're known for being very sensitive. So. (laughs) <laughs> the person that I'm dating currently, he is very, they're the same sign. Marita and uh, my boyfriend are the same sign. So they're very blunt, very direct. <laughs> Whatever they're thinking, they're going to say it. 
And sometimes he's a little insensitive, you know. So if I put on like a certain outfit, I would prefer that he says something like, oh, you know, honey, I think I like that pink dress better than that one. But no, he'll just say, that dress is horrible. <laughs> like, why did you pick that dress? Like, was that the only dress that you could, came across in the closet? Like, he, he will really go in. And it's like, okay, honey, you really? And, and then I don't even want to go out anymore because I'm like, gosh, do I look that bad? No, see, that ain't right. Now, see, now what if he had you going out there looking a hot-ass man? Exactly. No, no, I, okay, and I agree with that. See, you guys are absolutely right. Yeah, girls clocking you like, oh hell no, nah. no, and she guys, did that. The right, guys. The tone, I believe, is what she's going for. Right, uh, exactly. Okay. Like, there's, you know, there's another uh, way that you can say. So like how I said, how would you prefer suggest. him say it? Well, I would prefer a suggestion, maybe. Like, oh, you know, I really like that pink dress, or you know, that red dress you had on. You know, when we went to so and so's event, that was really nice. Now, what about that dress? See, the type of woman you are, you. The first thing you would say would be, "But what's wrong with that?" Uh, there you go. See, you know what I mean? So we go bypass all of that <laughs> and just say no next. <laughs> okay, okay. Exactly. You guys are right about that. You guys are right about that. But like I was saying, you definitely have to know what you can handle and what you can't handle, which goes back into settling. So we were actually discussing this, um, Rayshawn and I, the other day. So research is showing that women are known to settle more in relationships because they're taught that they need to settle. They need to basically accept what they can get, which is pretty sad. Why is it that we teach women that they need to settle and that you need to be married by a certain age? Why is that? Because it's guys making those rules. That's, is that's that why. what it is? Who's teaching this? Where? But who run the world? <laughs> right. It's like, do we? Do we run the world? Okay, so, Marita, I, I see you're like over here like, what? Like, that sounds crazy to you. Do you not think that women are forced to settle? I feel like a lot of women are settling these days because they feel like they're no good men, so they're just going to take what they can get, and that's terrible. Or they're like, going Is that gay. accurate? That is t- well, I don't know. Maybe. Um, my coworker said that he has um, another woman friend, and this guy, she has a guy that just treats her bad. And she said, I'd rather have him than have no man at all. Mm-hmm. Mm. Have that is terrible. Oatmeal than no meal at all. Mm. Well, And a lot of women are doing this, being in these relationships, yeah. being treated wrong, just not to be single? Well, is it settling or is it compromising? You know what it really is? It's security. For what I learned from women, all women want is a man to make them feel safe, secure. Not like the fact that a man is just there. And for whatever reason, you know what I mean? You know, Women just feel safe when a man is around them, mm-hmm. no matter how they are treated. Mm-hmm. At least he's here. <laughs> you know, and that is kind of like the standard for a lot of women. And I think that's really what it is. Like what it boils down to is just the security of having a man around. It, it, it gives them a sense of pride. I don't know. Well, I also think Esteem. that... And I agree with you there, but I also think that a lot of it is pressure. I feel like especially once a woman hits like 25, I don't know what it is about 25, but all of a sudden, everyone's getting married, they're getting engaged, and they're having babies, and then you start to feel this pressure of, okay, I'm supposed to be doing this too. But now let me tell you something. Um, Being single... Has allowed me to be friends with a lot of couples who confide in me. Don't, Don't get to spilling tea. No, 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 no. <laughs> because they confide in you. So do not out them no, no, right no, now no, on no, this no, podcast. No. What, I, what I am going to say is, though, I have noticed friends who confide in me, and just in general, those same people that you talk about who start, you know, these families at twenty-five, you know, is having kids and all this and another. By 35, they either divorced, unhappy, been cheated on, been lied to, separated, hate each other, whatever the case may be. 
So. Is that all because they settled? Is that a no, no, no. Is that a settling or rushing? Mm. Rushing because they feel like they have to hurry up and get married because of what? That's what people told them. That's what that's what the quote unquote norm is. You have to be married and you have to have kids and you have to have you know the home and uh, all of this. That what they say two point three. Two, what the hell is a point mm-hmm. third of a child? Like, what, what, what is that? I thought it was two and a half. Uh, what, mm-hmm. what the hell is a half a kid? There should, there should never be more than two. Uh, a parent should always be able to go man to man, never have to go zone. Never. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I, I think you missed your calling. <laughs> On that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to talk more about settling. And all right, welcome back, guys, to Unapologetic. So during the break, we were talking about men. And, and Dave, our engineer for this evening. Just totally um, broke the guy who. He, he did. And well, he, so I, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to dive in because I, I don't like, – I never know where people want to go with their shows and what topics they want to tackle. Feel free. But so, like I said, so when you talk about like, you know, the, you were talking about cooking, you know, and, and, you know and, and does he tell you when it's wrong and that kind of stuff. And I said my – like I don't understand women who fake it. I don't. Mm-hmm. Like it makes no sense to me because cards on table as a gender, men we are morons. We truly are. And so How if you fake you? it and we think we're doing the right thing, we're gonna keep doing those same things over and over and over okay, again. Exactly. Okay, like, yeah. Dave, like, let's talk about this for a like, second. Let's keep this real. How many times tell a guy he looks good in a shirt? Mm-hmm. Guess how many times you're gonna see that shirt in the next mm-hmm. three weeks? Mm. Well, okay. You've led right back into my point. This is my point, though. Would you agree that men have very fragile egos? I think, I think young men have very fragile egos, yes. Okay, so you're saying that mature men, they can handle it if a woman says, you know, you're just not satisfying me in bed. We need to work on some techniques here. Again, Don't I think the I think way. the message and the message and the tone. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right, like, I mean, you don't have to come with it like that. You can just say, "Well, because basically." Hey, you know, Let's try this, or let's. Yeah. Do it. Oh, okay. So now you we want to get you know, you know around. Ba- basically, about you might as well just quote just a little kill nigga. Do. I'll pass the dick with trash. That's basically what I just heard you just say. Well, you <laughs> I think just I misquoted, said, but yeah. Marina but just said that you're supposed to be direct and honest in the relationship, right? But, and you just well, said and men you did- are. But wait, but didn't she just say you also like about the dress? Mm-hmm. What, what did Rodney say about the dress? Ugly, take it off, or whatever he said about it. It's a way you present it. Mm-hmm. And you just said that men are, are sensitive. That's some. Now I will agree some with men. Dave totally when he say young men because I have noticed the older I've gotten. Um, the more I just don't care. Like I know I'm fly. Okay, you don't like me. Oh, your loss. You know. You know. And then and that's coming like with he said with age with maturity. Like you just don't give like the stuff that you used to care about. Like at because uh, I don't look it. I'll be 35 this July. You know. Whew, God. But the stuff that I used to worry and care about at 25 is like. I used to like when I think about it now. Like I, that, that was a concern. Of but mine. look, but look back at your life because, like, when you're 16, you're like, oh, I know everything, exactly. and then you hit 18, and you're like, oh, I was an idiot. But now, now I'm good. I got it going on. Then you hit 21, you're like, I was retarded <laughs> when I was 18. But now, then you hit 25, and you're like, okay, now, 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 now I've yeah. got it all yep. figured out. I was, I was dumb then, but now, then you hit 30. All right, all right, so 25, I was stupid, but now. Yeah. <laughs> now see, it, it, it just keeps happening. I, and I think at 30, as a man, is when I figured out that, yeah, I didn't know anything. And I was open to learn and change mm-hmm. and to grow. And that's when my ego began to kind of not be so sensitive. Okay, well, let's go back for a moment. So we were talking about yeah. letting your partner know that they're not that great in bed or they need to work on some things in bed so Mm -hmm. we were talking about settling and before the break we were talking about deal breakers so is that a deal breaker is bad sex a deal breaker now that depends on the person i would be totally honest with you because you have to understand people's sex drives are different Mm -hmm. you know what i mean some people they want it all day every day some people once a week is good for them 
They may Which have. Which guy it. are you? <laughs> I mean, since we're being unapologetically honest. <laughs> unapologetically honest. Okay, honestly, if I can get it, it would be twice a day every day. Once in the morning and once right before bed. There it is, right there. Okay, so if you met a woman that mm-hmm. had all the qualities that you have ever dreamed of, mm-hmm. you know, she's beautiful, she's smart, mm-hmm. she can cook, mm-hmm. she has all those things, but she doesn't like having sex that often. Would mm-hmm. that be a deal breaker? Well, just don't get upset if I spend, you know, some extended periods of time in the bathroom. <laughs> okay, so you wouldn't cheat? No, oh, hell no. No, 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 no. I wouldn't cheat. No, no, no. If she... Possess everything that I want, you know? Nah, that, that's not in. I, at first, I don't have the energy to do it. That requires a lot of work. But then I can't get y'all names together. I call you, Stacy. I call you, right? So I mess y'all names up. So, yeah, I, and then, you know, I can't lie. <laughs> you know, well, I do lie, but I always get caught. You know, I'm a horrible liar. You know what I mean? So, Nah, I wouldn't. It, it would be too much energy to he put into it. would not be a good cheat. Nah, not at all. all. Nah, I, I, and then I'll just be honest with you before I che- I'll just leave you before I cheat on you. Okay, okay. So I don't think it should be a deal breaker. If I think you, you know, that's a discussion. Let, yeah. them know, let each other know what because you like, what you because, want. Before, now, when you say, are we married or are we just well, dating? I mean, Cause Cause, I would, I would oh. think that you would date before you get married. Oh, see, I mean, that's how you right go. because then if <laughs> we won't even get that serious if she don't like sex and I want it twice a day. So, well, you know, in a lot of marriages, this is what I've heard. You know, it starts off you know hot and heavy in the beginning, and then for whatever reason, the sex just kind of. So the running, uh, the old folk tale is uh, the first year of your marriage, you put a penny in a jar every time you have sex. And then for the rest of your marriage, you take a penny out of the jar whenever you have sex. And and the, the common folklore is you will never run out of pennies. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, I mean, that's what you hear, right, is that – for whatever reason, couples well, have I, sex I, less and less. I think because life gets in the way. Yeah, that you definitely. start having kids and, you know, you want to get it in. But then it's like, shh, 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 shh. You hear that? Hold on. What's that? Oh, okay. Wait, wait. And then, I, you know, and then you you older. Watching. You're a little older. <laughs> <laughs> you got kids. You got work. It's and, just not like when you were younger or in college. I remember we were doing it like three times a day. Been married 11 years. It ain't like that no more. Is it three times <laughs> a week? It's barely three times a week. Oh, oh, man. And you see why I never get married? <laughs> right, I'm like, can I have something to look forward to? <laughs> and see, I, and that's I, a different relationship, you know? But then, also, but then I do know some couples that, you know, they still go high and heavy, though. Mm-hmm. So I think it all depends on a couple, I think you have to, you know how they always say relationships are work. Relationships, you know, hard work. You got to work at it. You got to take time. I don't feel like they should be. Like, maybe I'm, like, living in this fantasy no, world. But I not. feel like <laughs> when you have to say, like, relationships are work, it's like, why should the person that you're with feel like a job? But think about it for a minute. Um, who's your favorite entertainer? Oh, gosh. Uh Michael. Okay, Michael Jackson. Would you say he was naturally talented? Absolutely. Exactly. But would you still say he put in work for his craft? Yes. Now, do you think he loved what he did? Sometimes. The times that he did <laughs> love it. Okay, yeah, because he was kind of full as old Joe over there. Your girl, it's about to be. Now, that's somebody who loves what they do, would you say? Yeah. But wouldn't you say what she did was hard work, too? Absolutely. But she loved it. But it was still work that she put into it, but it was work that she loved. Mm-hmm. I think that is what a relationship should be. It should be work that doesn't feel like work, like mm-hmm. your career. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what relationship, marriage, it should be, you know, because you, you do have to compromise some things and, you know, finances and, and just, period, just coexisting with another being, period, for the rest of your lives. It does sound like it requires some type of work. Okay, so let's go back to what you just said, compromising, right? Mm Because we're talking about settling Mm -hmm. in relationships, and we just went into deeper with marriage. So I guess my question is, when does it become settling versus compromising? Because I feel like there are some gives and some takes. Like, you are not going to find somebody that meets every single requirement that you have. Like, 
Look, Marita, you've known me forever, okay? We've been friends since we were four and five years old. Mm-hmm. One of my requirements when we were younger in our early 20s was money, mm-hmm. okay? I, I am very transparent here. He had to make at least six, six figures, figures or I wasn't going out with him. Point blank, period, okay? And when I was even younger... What was, what I got was a it? Kanye song here somewhere. Hold on. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shade starts early. So, now listen, at least I'm honest about mine, okay? Although, have, have you guys ever talked about the irony that the man who wrote the song Gold Digger married Kim Kardashian? Anyone? Okay, but at least he <laughs> married her when she had her own money. Oh. So, so we have to give Kim that. She, she did establish her own brand prior oh, to marrying. Oh, yes, she did. Well, okay, that's a whole other conversation. We'll talk about that. <laughs> In our next episode. um, No, but going back to, you know, what I was saying, how I had to have this, you know, this man with at least six figures. And now I'm like, well, I can make six figures in my own right. I don't need a man that makes a certain amount of money. But what's more important to me is this man's character. So some people will look at me. Well, I'm sorry. Some people do look at me because I do have certain friends that are like, "Mm mm-mm. He has to make six figures. Like, what are you doing? Like, why would you want to be with a man who doesn't make at least, you know, I mean, they're talking about two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars a year, like a hundred thousand dollars a year isn't even good enough. So when does it become a compromise versus settling? That's the question, because I feel like everyone at some point settles if you really think about it because you're not going to find someone that has every single quality that you have looked for right mm-hmm. so do you think that by not wanting that man with six figures are you do you think you're settling for or I, I don't think I've settled or am settling I think for me it's more of a compromise because like I said in my own right I'm like I can make my own money so for me I've dated those men that made millions okay let's just keep it real they had millions of dollars but they treated me like crap they cheated on me they didn't you know provide the things that I needed in the relationship aside from finances with I mean just honesty integrity uh, being there in terms of actually being present because they were always traveling on the road doing whatever with business and I realized at that moment what's more important to me. So you're saying a guy who was into having a lot of material possessions treated you like another material possession. I know, shocking, right? <laughs> shocking. Mind blown. But, I mean, but but so many people, and I can't even say women because I know some male gold diggers out here. Okay, so many people get That's caught up in money and the you know the material possessions like we were talking about earlier because it's glamorized. But it's going back to, are you settling or are you compromising? Well, I think it all depends on what's important to you. What if, if when you go to sleep at night, are you satisfied with the choices and the decisions that you've made? Mm-hmm. I think it's maturing, actually. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And because, again, like I said, like, the things that I cared about in my 20s, I don't give a damn about anymore in my 30s. You know what right. I mean? So, and I, I and, and, and that's why I'm so glad I did not get caught up in having to get married in my 20s for me because I didn't know what I really wanted back then. I had an idea of what I wanted. I, I, I had this image and in, 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 in this picture of what I wanted and now that I'm older and I'm more focused and I'm more sure of who I am as a man as an individual I'm so glad (laughs) I didn't get married I was nowhere near being ready I'm not ready right now to be anybody's husband so I know I wasn't ready at 25 to be nobody's husband you know what I mean so like you said those six figures don't matter no more Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's all about what's important to you. Like you say, you dated a dude that had millions, mm-hmm. but they treated you like you like shit. It's some women that would have stayed. Well, so mm-hmm. many women do stay. And that's why I say it's all about what's important to you. Well, yeah, and I think it's important to identify early on, like, what are your, your deal breakers? And that's something that we've well, talked about before because— 
ultimately, you know, only you know what you can and cannot now, tolerate. What are some deal breakers for you, Marie? Say, Marie, that's you. Well, look, she's been married for, look, 10 years, 11 years now. Right, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, are, are, in, in this point of the game, are there any deal breakers for you? Where you're like, okay, I am done. Yeah. Like, you would throw it all away. Um, Being dis- disrespected, too. I will not tolerate that. Don't disrespect me in any kind of way. Um, like cheating, mm-hmm. and definitely cheating. And say he brings someone home, that's very that's that's crossing the line. Like if your man cheat on you, and he brings it home, and he brings it home, that's like total disrespect. So I guess a break that's, baby. Well, I mean, if you guys are married, I hope you wouldn't have a break. But I'm saying, <laughs> so I guess a baby that that would be a deal breaker. That w- yes, mm. yes. So if you was Rashida, oh, whatever, yeah. you you like hell on. Yes, you yeah, can't stay. You gotta go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, what's the what's the new one that you like by B? Hoot up, you <laughs> think I? <laughs> oh yeah, that's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, but yeah, those are a couple of deal breakers for me. Okay, Rayshawn, what are some of your deal breakers? Oh, deal breakers for me. Bad hygiene. If you stink, oh, no, 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 no. Not stink. Well, yeah, stink. No, you, I don't you do stink. first date. No, not at all. So that's like by far a huge deal breaker. Um, Another actual deal breaker, I have to say cheating too. Because like I tell anybody in the beginning, if you feel like you need to cheat on me, just leave. What if it was emotional mm-hmm. cheating? Like, what if they didn't actually physically interact with the person, but they've been, like, texting and, like, maybe spending time with them, but it never went into a physical situation? That I can bypass. I can, look overlook that. But, you know, some people will argue that that's, like, deep. I know. They do. And because I've been guilty of that. <laughs> so that's why I go overlook. Because I personally, yeah, when you look at it, it's not wrong but it ain't right either you know what I'm saying um, I think it all the, it, again depends on the individual because the thing is I don't lie and that's what I don't do yeah we a text oh you cute you sexy uh, 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 oh do you are you in a relationship yeah Oh, really? Yeah, I don't lie. You know what I'm saying? I, I, if you ask, I would tell you. Mm-hmm. It ain't my fault you waited until an hour into the conversation <laughs> to ask. You know, I ain't going to lead with that. You know what I mean? Because to me, I, I hate it's kind of like when you say hi to a pretty girl. But like, hey, how you doing? I got a boyfriend. Bitch, I was going to ask you for the song. You know about it here. So that's why I don't lead with that. If somebody speak, I'll speak back. But, you know. I ain't go lead with oh, I got a girlfriend. I can't talk to you. <laughs> I don't think that would be a deal breaker for me mm-hmm. either. But if what we got physical, you? yeah, because it's like me sharing my body with you, and you gave that to somebody else. No matter how many showers you took, <laughs> you know you still gonna come back and climb on top of me. Nah, it's so nasty ass. <laughs> Okay, well, going back. Somebody got to die. Oh, gosh. <laughs> going back to uh, maybe you. what Marita asked me, my deal breakers. Um, I think cheating for me is definitely a deal breaker. But I even wonder sometimes if I was married, if I would absolutely end the marriage if my husband cheated. And the reason for that is, you know, my grandfather told me a long time ago, you don't give the woman, the man. You don't give him away. Now, I don't know if that was because he was out there cheating, but <laughs> I hope not, God rest his soul. But, um, Willie. Really? But I always thought about that because there are so many women that are like, okay, I am done with him. And then they end up with the woman that they cheated with. And all of a sudden, the woman gets the, you know, the glamorous life and the perks and everything else. And now the woman that was married to the man originally, she's suffering because her life has completely been altered. And if they have children, their lives have been altered. And it's all because he made a mistake with this other woman. And so for me, I I often wonder, would I take my husband back if I found out that he cheated? Now, if he was having an ongoing relationship, then you got to go. But if it was something what happened one night stand 
slip up type of thing. No. I don't know if I would be as quick to walk away from my marriage, but at the same time, I'm not in that position uh, to say uh, that. I, I, I feel what you mean. Because if we got to this point of marriage, now mind you, as a man, we run from commitment. We don't want no part of it. We no, 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 no. Because mind you, if we marry you, we are married to you forever. <laughs> A well, man. that's how I was supposed to. Yeah, right. As, but as a man. As a guy who's been through a divorce, that's not really how that works. No, uh, it, it's how it should work. It that's should work. Right, right. No, <laughs> that, that's the idea. But usually, and I told you this, Stacey, when a couple gets divorced, who usually files? It's the woman who files. Men won't usually only file when they got another woman behind them because just men, we just, that's just how we program. I had a thought. And you lost and it. And I lost of it. Of course you did. Of course I did. Do you think you will ever get married, Rayshon? Will I ever get married? <laughs> <laughs> Coming to a theater near you. Sorry. Shameless Hopefully. plug. Go ahead. <laughs> Allegedly. No. Oh, will I ever get married? But like, I would like to. I wouldn't mind it. I always said that 40 is when I start thinking about it. Because it, it will be, I, I've seen, when, when I've seen marriages. Wait, hold on. Thinking about it at 40? At 40, thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, thinking about See, that's the cool thing about being a man. See, we, we ain't got a biological clock that's ticking. You know what I mean? We can go all day. But if it happens, it happens. That, that, that's my, let's settle down at 40. You know, I think that's a good age, you know. Um... There goes that lost thought again. You shouldn't interrupt it. See, why did you interrupt me? Why did you interrupt it? You, you, you shouldn't have interrupted me. Um, but uh, no, no, what I was saying was when I've seen marriages work, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. When I see a husband and a wife come together as a team, as a couple, and it, it's a beautiful thing. And then, you know, sometimes I look like, you know, damn, you know, that's dope. But then when they go bad, it's like the worst thing ever. And it's kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of glad I'm in the spot that I'm in right now. But Well, it's it's important yeah. to marry the right person. It, it goes all back to what we've talked about throughout the hour and making sure that you're not rushing into something, knowing your partner, knowing what your deal breakers are, and working at it to keep the relationship fresh, to keep it fun, and letting your partner know when you are not satisfied or mm-hmm. when you are unhappy about something. And just putting a little, you know, finesse with it. You know, the, the, just don't don't give them a straight shot. You know, put a little chaser. Try not to be so blunt. Yes. Yeah, you know. wrap it up in a little tack. It, Exactly. <laughs> yes, if yes. if if you can, you know. But because everyone, the key thing in a relationship, both parties deserve to be happy. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, this has been a fun hour. Thank Definitely. you, Ray Sean, for being such a wonderful co-host. Mm-hmm. And thank you to my very special guest, Marita mm-hmm. DeGraff and Reed, on your perspective about dating and relationships and settling. So I hope all of you out there are not settling, and I hope you guys are happy in your relationships. And we thank you for tuning in to The Unapologetic Show.